welcome to the Wicked Good Momcast, a podcast for Boston moms by Boston moms. A space to hear stories from real moms, to celebrate the beauty of motherhood, and to normalize its challenges. Tune in while you fold laundry, commute to work or school, or get cozy after a long day in the trenches. Motherhood is hard, but it doesn't have to be lonely. You are a Wicked Good Mom. And now, here are your Wicked Good Momcast hosts, Megan and Shannon. Welcome back, Wicked Good Momcast listeners. Today's episode is a ton of fun and just in time for the holidays. We are bringing you everything you need to know to shop locally this holiday season and beyond. Stay tuned for our gift recommendations for the men in your life, the kids, and of course, something for the ladies. Don't go anywhere. This is the episode you need before finishing your holiday shopping. I am so excited about today's guest. She is one of my very dear friends and a writer on our Boston Moms team. I have told her more than once that she is a bright light in this world, and it's the truth. And another fun fact is that I asked her to record this episode with me about 48 hours ago. So she is my hero right now. Amber Michelle, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, lady. Happy to be here. Amber, I thought of you for this episode in particular because, number one, I know we can talk about anything and everything pretty much all day long. Yep. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And number two, because you are my friend who is in the know when it comes to all things local, local restaurants, local shops. You honestly know way more than I do. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to ask you, what draws you to small local businesses? Yeah, I I am a very big supporter of small local businesses. I really think they are the heart and soul of communities, which is something we really need to focus on um, because those communities make up the larger communities, if you will. Um, So I I definitely think it's important. It's a great way to give back um, and just even on a on a local level, looking at how the the financial impact, you know, circulates within the community. Um, And I think it's important. It's just a great way to give back. Yeah, absolutely. And something I am personally guilty of is that it's easier a lot of the time to click add to cart in my Amazon account. Absolutely. And then I know in two days it'll just be on my doorstep. And yeah, this is not something I'm proud of. And before kids, when life felt a little less crazy, I was so much more intentional about shopping small. I always did. Yeah. So I'm curious, what are your tips for getting out of the habit of just clicking on the big box retailers and exploring local business options instead? Yeah. I mean, we all fall into the habits of what's easy, convenient, fast. Um, And I will say, you know, I do those same things as well. Click add to cart. I think there's a two part approach really. One is um, making use of social media. So many small businesses have put themselves out there to make themselves accessible Mm -hmm. to everyone. Um, And I do love that personal touch where I can ask about a product in terms of sizing, in terms of um, specials. And that kind of leads to number two, which is to really um, be intentional, getting to know who you're buying from. Um, You get to know them as a person, as you know, you get to know more about their family and their culture and things that are important to them. And they get to know that about you. So you actually get a personalized shopping experience um, that benefits everyone. I totally agree with that. Um, I recently was invited out by Rockport Candle Company to come experience their DIY candle shop. 
And the owner was there doing it with us. And I got to talk to her and I learned about like her family and her history in Rockport. And it was just so cool. Like now, I mean, I bought from them anyway, and I would anyway, like yes. big fan. Absolutely. But now, especially I'm like, oh, I'm ordering from Christina. It's personal. Yep. You know, I know her name now and like how many kids she has. It's special. Yes, absolutely. There's one person um, I get all my homemade cookies from and it's just mm. a done deal that I will go to the half cookie. Yeah. <laughs> and basically we have kids that were born the same time um, and I could just message her and now even text her and be like, hey, I, what do you have this week? <laughs> like, I, I need a fix. <laughs> got the inside scoop. <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> yeah. What are some of your favorite restaurants and shops? Because I know you have them. Oh gosh. Yeah. I food all day, every day. Um, (laughs) I, yeah. I, so I'm in East Cambridge. Um, and that being said, one of my favorite places to go is actually the neighborhood restaurant in Somerville, right by Union Square. I've heard you mention this before. Yes. I was actually talking about this, um, with Megan the other day because there's something about their cream of wheat. It sounds silly, but I meet people who come from all over Massachusetts, but it definitely has this really amazing, um, like old school diner feel and everybody's nice and the food is great. It's fast. I usually end up having to take it home, Mm -hmm. um, and have it for like the next morning. It's family run, you know, Portuguese American. Um, another favorite that I have is when I'm looking for, um, some home cooking, I go to the coast cafe. So they are located in Cambridge as well. Um, I usually end up ordering delivery from them. So that is something if I'm not like maybe leaving the house, but want some like good Southern home cooking, I, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Could not go wrong. Sounds awesome. Next time yeah. we go out, you're picking one of these places. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Otherwise, if it steps from my house, I will definitely go to like Cafe Beatrice or the Lexington because that's just your one-stop shop. Right. <laughs> what about other local shops? Yeah, um, I used to work in the South End. Um, so there was just a lot of really great places to just pop into right along Tremont street and some of the surrounding side streets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were great like gift giving spots over there. Um, and yeah, there were a couple of different places that I would just, you could just do all of your shopping right there on Tremont to be perfectly honest. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know what we love to do? I just thought of this. Um, the Boston farmer's market. Oh, yeah. Have you ever wandered through there? I'm sure you have. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the one, um, Faneuil Hall? Well, I like that one, too. But it's the one, I always see it like if we're walking toward North Station. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. We just wander through and like we've discovered so many yummy treats and just from walking through. Yeah, no, that place is expansive. Um, definitely loved going there, especially in the summer. It's an amazing spot that would just take over everything um, and just get everything you need. Once again, I'm definitely someone who's huge on one-stop shops. Yeah. As we we're talking about access, you want to be able to go to one place. Um, so being able to get everything you need from food to gifts and so on, especially if you have little ones in tow, is huge. That's a really, really good point. Yeah. Well, this year's gift guide on bostonmoms.com is different than what we have done in the past. And if you followed Boston Moms for a while, you know that in the past we promoted the Girlfriends Gift Guide, and it's been focused mostly on women. But this year, we have gift ideas for guys and for kids, which is really cool. 
And like you're saying, so helpful to be able to shop for the entire family in one spot. Um, And one of the things I wanted to highlight about this gift guide is that while there's a lot of product and awesome clothing and even food products and beauty products, like you name it, there are also so many ideas for local experiences and kind of gifts outside of the box. Yeah. Have you heard of um, Boston Shaker? I have. I definitely have. And I, I'm trying to like jog my memory on that because it's a shop out of Somerville. Okay. And I was not familiar with it until I was looking through the guide. Um, you can find it in the gift section for him. Yes. And I'm going to read this directly out of the guide because I don't want to mess it up. But the Boston <laughs> Shaker is a unique independent re- retailer founded by cocktail aficionados who wanted to make professional grade cocktail supplies available for the home bartender available at their storefront in Davis square and online. The Boston shaker offers the tools, ingredients, knowledge, and know-how to put their, their best drink forward. We suggest grabbing ingredients and tools for a fun gift basket, or this is what intrigued me signing up for a craft cocktail class. I think that's what's great is getting the people together for the experiences. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they're doing classes, I love to see that coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a way to get together with your friends and, you know, make new ones. As cheesy as it sounds, it's the truth. Like just to be in such a good space of energy and people who are coming together with the same goal of just having fun and relaxing a little bit. I, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Well, and I was even thinking... So my husband and I are trying to be way more intentional about doing date night once a month. Um, yeah. And I know people who do it more often than that, but. Congrats to thank them. You. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this That's is where, great. This is where we're at. Um, <laughs> but I had the thought like, it's like, oh, dinner and a movie, dinner and a bowling. Yeah. I don't know. But I was like, oh my gosh, what if we signed up for a craft cocktail class? How fun would that be for a date night? Absolutely. I mean, craft cocktail, there's, you know, I've seen like pasta making, charcuterie making, yeah. um, you know, I, I would probably do something along the lines of art like that. You can never go wrong with, mm-hmm. <laughs> with like painting or doing something fun that brings out your creative side. So I, I think those are becoming more popular and rightfully so. Yeah. Well, and you're right. So much of that we weren't able to do the last couple yes. years because of the pandemic. Yes. So, you know, even more reason to go out and support these local businesses because they've survived a lot in the last couple yes. of years. Yeah. I think we need to celebrate that, honor it and um, rejuvenate that because they really just are the foundational blocks of the community. And it, and um, it's, it just circles back full, you know, all the way around. Absolutely. Do you ever give kid gift experiences? Oh gosh. Yes. I, uh, that is actually something that's come up a lot. Um, baby girl's two and a half now. And people were like, oh, what can you get her? And I was like, if anybody attempts to get this child any more clothes, I swear. Right. Um, yeah. We don't, we are, we are fortunate. We are blessed. And, and that is not on our list. We don't like, I've always been someone who doesn't like things. So when it comes to kids and their bountiful energy, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think I think experiences are ideal because it gets them out of their house. It expands their horizon um, to do something different and to use their mind and body in a different way. Yeah. Um, So definitely big on experiences. I agree totally. What I was trying to do for a little bit, and again, this was 
before COVID. So I need to get back to this now. But we would do like physical gifts from family for Christmas. And then for birthdays, we would say like, hey, we're going to buy her this experience gift for him. Um, if you want to contribute to that, yeah, you know, you can Venmo me. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, yeah. we're going to, you know, go in all together on this experience gift. So I definitely want to get back to that. Like now that more things are open and I feel safer, you know, with my kids vaccinated and whatnot. But one of the yeah. ideas in the guide is a membership to the Boston Children's Museum, yes. which is honestly brilliant given it that is. we're about to like be in the cold, dark winter <laughs> months and we are going to need something inside to do with these kids. I thought that was such yes. a good idea. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they just have so many levels and different stations. Um, I remember doing like bubble activities before yeah. and, you know, then there's the climbing and then there's almost like the little indoor playground. So it is being able to like move in different ways um, and it has that playful component. And it's right in such a great location with the park that just opened. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know you want to be inside, but of course <laughs> kids don't care about the weather. Um, right. <laughs> so true. But it, but it is just such a great space to be um, running up and down and just know that they're in a safely safe, confined area, if you yeah. will, having a lot of fun. And you're right. It's huge. The first time we went, we were not prepared for how yes. big it is. And I think we covered like two floors and then the kids were much younger then. So they were kind of tired and it was yeah. like, man, next time we need to carve out a lot more time for this. Yeah, it can definitely be you know, a, a nice half day, like, you know, um, BK is still napping. So it's definitely one that I would see going to right after breakfast, making use of it as much as possible. And then being like, all right, we're good for nap time. Yeah. <laughs> you've worn yourself out. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I always like to remind people, check your local library for a library or a museum pass. Yes. Because you can get, I think it's 50% off if you get the tickets through your local library. Absolutely. Um, I think there's local library passes. Um, there's also if, you know, we have people who are um, participating in programs like WIC and SNAP, you yeah. do also get discounts there as well. Um, so it's definitely important to remember that there are ways to get access to all of these places whenever necessary. Yeah, I love that. So moving on to the gifts for her section of this by Boston gift guide. Like, yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where to yeah. start. If I had to pick a favorite thing from that section, it would have to be that there are so many exclusive Boston Moms discounts. Like, yes. I'm very frugal. So seeing that, you know, 15% off here and 10% off there, that gets me going. Yeah. And I am a t-shirt queen. So I will totally shout out that I was, as soon as I saw the stickers, I was like from Empowered Mama. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I need these. Um, I definitely needed those affirmations. Yeah. Um, and then definitely went on the site and was like, oh, wait, we're having a sale. Right. <laughs> so I ended up buying a t-shirt for myself. I sent one to one of my girlfriends. I was like, yep. There's this add to cart moments. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. You still get the add to cart moments. Yeah. And now you're also supporting, you know, a local business owner. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, it's worth mentioning one more time that the entire Buy Boston gift guide with local gifts for kids, for him and for her, is on bostonmoms.com. And one of our goals for the gift guide is that it would not just be for the holidays, but that you would be able to use it year round for birthdays, date nights, anniversaries, any other special occasion. 
So please, listeners, go check it out and support these small businesses. Okay, Amber. Yes. At the end of every show, you probably know we ask all of our guests the same question. (laughs) What are you loving about raising a family in Boston right now? Oh, wow. What am I loving about raising family in Boston right now? I honestly, I think it's, it's something that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. Um, I love, there's a reason it's called the hub. Yeah. And I love that we can be the proximity to the city and amazing places like the Boston Children's Museum, um, like the Science Museum, um, Museum of Science, and then also just be minutes from a farm. Um, the fact that we have all these experience or the beach, you know, depending on the time of year or can go hiking. Um, so having just options around us, um, like I said before, and being able to have, you know, different cultural exposure and things like that is really important. So I really love that. We truly are so fortunate. Um, you know, the holidays are here (laughs) Yes, and there's so much going on, like in Boston and greater Boston and I was kind of overwhelming myself at one point because I was like, how do we fit it all in? I want to do all of this stuff. And I was like, yeah. we're just not <laughs> like, we're, we're yeah. going to have to, you know, do what we can this year and then save something for next year. But there's just, you're right. There's always something to always do. Something, always something to do. And I think that's true is just really staying intentional. I think holiday season is a time where everybody's like, we're all excited. We're just, we all become kids again in that way. Yeah. And you can't do it all. And being intentional with how you spend your time as energy is just so important. For, no, no burnout. No burnout. That's right. <laughs> no burnout. Oh, Amber, having you on this episode was just the best. <laughs> thank, uh, you. thank you for doing it. And especially for coming on so last minute. I'm here for it. You know that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm here for whatever. Let's ride. <laughs> right. <laughs> listeners we have one more episode left for our first season of the podcast it comes out in a few weeks but don't worry we have more seasons plural coming to you in 2023 with some big changes but still the same mission to help moms feel less alone in this crazy motherhood journey thank you for being here and as always you are a wicked good mom